Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. So, Bible says that one day, Jesus was having interactions with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and the Sahindrin. They were always coming to him with questions. But one day, Jesus asked them one question. And from that time, no one dared ask him any question again in his life. And I think it would be interesting to look at the question Jesus asked them. Are you interested in that question? Are you sure? It was the last question no one asked him. They were always asking questions. Okay, where, where, who gives you this authority to do this? Okay, Moses said this, what do you say? The Bible, uh, the scriptures, the, the Torah said this, what do you say? They asked him questions. This woman has been caught in adultery. There's, the Torah says she should be stoned. What do you say? They were always asking questions. Should we pay tax? Many questions. Some of them, you answer them. Until one day, he said, me too, I will ask you a certain question. And since he asked that question, that was the last ever time. No one ever asked him a question again. And I think it would be good to look at that question. Matthew chapter 22. Prior to that, a lawyer came to him from verse 35. A lawyer came to him and he said, Master, what is the greatest of all the commandments in the Bible? And Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart. And then he said, The second one is unto, like unto it. Thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. For upon these two hang all the prophets. Then the verse 39. Matthew chapter 22, verse 39. The second one is like unto it. Let's go to verse 40. Is it okay if we read from the screen? Yes, sir. On these two commandments hang the whole law. So he has finished answering their question. Okay? Now look at what happened. Whilst the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, what do you think of the Christ? Whose? That's the last question you ever asked them and let no one ever ask you anything. Whose son? The Christ. Jew, the Messiah. Whose son? This Christmas thing. Whose son are we celebrating? Whose son? Just that's the Jesus. He said, whose son is he? They said unto him, ah, we know this one. He's the son of David. That's why blind Bartimaeus in the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 46 said, Jesus of Nazareth, thou son of David. And so anyone who is going to be the Messiah is supposed to be a son of David. It is a common knowledge. Everybody, you can't be a Jew and schooled and you don't know that the Messiah is supposed to be the son of David. The Messiah, God promised David that I'm going to give you a son. And that son is going to be the one who will sit on the throne forever. So they all knew it. So they said, ah, this is Coco. Small question. This is the son of David. Then Jesus said, okay, since you are students of the Bible, one day David was speaking in, a, in, in Psalm 102 or so. It's David was speaking and David said, the Lord said to my Lord. Okay, go to the verse 20, 20, 43. He said unto them, how then does David in the spirit call the Messiah Lord? How you, in, in Jewish terms, you can't call your son my Lord. No, no, no. How can you do that? You, you can't call. Can you imagine your son now when your son sees you or when you see your son? So, daddy, daddy, I mean, how can you be calling your son daddy? Doesn't matter how rich he is. You can't say daddy, daddy, daddy. No. 
Yeah, no, you can't say that unless maybe it's your pastor spiritually. That's understandable. But even that, sometimes it's hard for them to say it. So he said that you can't call your son your daddy. How come, if he's the son of David, how come David in the spirit called him Lord? Then they started thinking, oh yeah, David called him Lord. So what must that be? Watch the next verse. Say, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make so David, Jesus quoted from Psalm. Okay, go to the next verse. Are you following it? If David then called him Lord, how is he his son? If David then called him Lord, this is Jesus. If you look at your Bible, it's red letters. If David called him Lord, then how is he his son? How can he be his son if David... Uh, yeah, he's his son, but yeah, so they got confused. There is, there is something paradoxical about the Messiah, and sometimes it's fresh on Christmas. And Christmas, what we read, didn't we read that? Joy to the world, the Lord has come, and He says that peace on earth. But twenty-fourth is the most chaotic time. Uh, peace on earth or confusion on earth? <laughs> There's a personality in Christmas who is called Father Christmas or Santa Claus. So many children think Christmas is about Father Christmas. And all Father Christmas has contributed to the world is ho, ho, ho. <laughs> There's another personality in scripture who is Jesus in, about Christmas and what he has contributed to the world is his words that has changed lives, changed communities, changed nations. You see, but so you can see, and then the world has a different picture of Christ, uh, Christmas. This all you should be thinking about. I want to live with you. The Messiah, the Christ, whose son is he? That's a big look at the next verse. The next verse. And no man was able to answer him a word. Neither does any man from that day for ask him any more question. <laughs> he silenced them. You are doing yabby, 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 yabby. I know, I know. These are doctors of the law. These are scribes. These are Pharisees, teachers. They handle the Torah, the scriptures, like that's what they always talk about. That's all. They are masters. He asked them one question. They couldn't answer. And from that day forward, when they saw him, they were quiet. Because that question is a very heavy question. It comes across like simple. The scripture we read, one of the lessons, in Luke chapter 1, we read from verse 31, 30 downwards. And, but I want us to look at it again. In Luke chapter 1, verse 31 and 32, this same question Jesus asked them, it's, it's, it has something to do there. Look at this. Shall we all read it from the screen together? This angel talking, okay? Can we read? Let's go. Who was the angel talking to? Mary. Oh, come on, please. Mary. One more time. Mary. He said, Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. And he shall call his name Jesus. So whose son is this Jesus? Who? Oh, uh, this, whose son? From what the angel said, whose son is Jesus? Look at the next verse. This son, he shall be great and shall be, ah, 
The son of who? So whose son are we talking about now? But it's not finished. Look, continue. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of whose? Ah. So whose son are we talking about? Is it David's son? Is it the highest son? Is it Mary's son? The Christ. Whose son is he? In fact, in the book of Luke chapter 3, verse 20, 23, it, people, general people even thought Jesus was the son of Joseph. They thought he was the son of Joseph. But as for that one, the angels and God never, there's no way in the Bible you see that he said Joseph's son is Jesus. No. When they said take the child, Herod wants to kill, he said take the child and his mother. They never said take the, no, 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 take the child and his mother. When they talk about the genealogy of Jesus, and when they were training, tracing the genealogy of Jesus to Joseph, when in Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, look at how it starts. It says that the genealogy of the book, or generations of the genealogy of the book, the, uh, Matthew 1, 1, please. Matthew 1, 1, Matthew, Matthew 1, 1, quick, 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 quick. It says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, who son Christ is Jesus? It's a son of David, son of Abraham. to ask you a question. The Christ, who's... <laughs> we are looking for whose son this Jesus is. This baby in the manger we are celebrating, whose son is he? For Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, for unto us a, a, a child is given, but a son is given. A child is born, a son. That child who was born is a given son. A giving son. It's not your son. He was given to somebody. This Jesus, whose son is he? That we are. You know, last time I preached a message in church that Christmas without a baby. You can have Christmas without a baby in a manger. You can have Christmas without a manger. You can have Christmas without Mary. You can have Christmas without Joseph. You can have Christmas without wise men. You can have Christmas without the shepherds. You can have Christmas without the angels singing. You can have Christmas without a manger. You can, but people don't know. You can have it. Why? Because that all, before all those things happen, he is a son already given. So, the last scripture, that was read the lesson, John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 14. He says that, 14 says that, and the word became flesh. So the word was before it became. <laughs> Watch, I'm about to say something. The first time ever, the only time God kind of changed. Because God is. He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today. But when he was born, he became. He became what he has never been. That is what makes Christmas different. Because many children have always been born. People have given birth, given birth, given birth. And, and in fact, John the Baptist, his, his birth was supernatural. Isaac, his birth was supernatural. So what is different about Jesus' birth? Jesus' birth is different in the sense that in Jesus' birth, God himself came as a baby. But he was already an original son. Can I finish this? There's a lot. But Matthew 1.1. 1, 1, 
the book of the genealogy of Jesus, the son of David. But I realize that he's not the only son of David. No, he's, David is not the only father of Jesus. Then he mentions Abraham. Jesus is the son of Mary. Jesus is the son of David. Jesus is the son of Abraham. But one of the things that people don't know, and it's the part, first scripture we read in Matthew, sorry, in Genesis chapter 22, verse, we read from verse 15 to 18. But in the verse 18, it says that, and in thy seed, God spoke to Abraham. And the angels called the verse 18, he says that, and in thy seed, not seeds, thy seed, Abraham, there's something coming from you. Something is coming from you. And through that thing, the whole world will be blessed. So that's why Jesus is the seed, the son of Abraham. Jesus is the seed of Abraham. Did you realize Abraham couldn't have a child? He couldn't have a child. No. Sarah was barren. Before God came to Abraham, Sarah was barren. God did it intentionally. So Abraham was childless and God said, I want to add something else. I, also, I want to make you landless. So he, he was a childless man and a landless man so that he can look for a city that foundation was God and look for a child who will become the seed of God. That's why Abraham is special. I, I, I think I'm confusing some of you. Are you sure you are following me? So, so <laughs> Abraham, Abraham, watch this. This is interesting. Pastor, Abraham could not have a child. To prove to you, he made a mistake and misfired to Hagar. And God said, because of this, I'll wait. So God waited when his body was dead. 99 years old, so he couldn't have a child. Now, so that whatever will be born from Abraham, he can't claim that it came from him. A word of God came and hit his system and, it, and strengthened uh, uh, Mary, uh, sorry, Sarah's womb. And so that thing that entered Sarah was not normal from Abraham. That thing carried something and it entered, watch this, and it entered uh, Sarah. Sarah produced a child. And when he produced Isaac, God said, give me Isaac. Abraham was going to kill Isaac. And God said, now you understand that I can do it without you. So because you have gotten it, now you have confirmed. The seed will definitely stay through you. And then Isaac gave birth to Jacob. Jacob gave birth to the, uh, uh, um, let me say, Judah. So the things started swimming in their bloodline. Swimming, swimming, swimming. Then Matthew chapter 1 verse 16, Bible says that, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary. They never say the father of Jesus. Yeah. When you talk about the son, whose son Jesus is, Joseph is not part of it. It's only worldly people who don't have the, a clue about the things of God who say it's Jesus, it's Joseph. Look, they are talking about fathers, 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 fathers. Then they say, somebody gave birth to Joseph, the husband of Mary, who was born, uh, whom was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. It's not about Joseph. The Christ, sister, whose son is he? Whose son is he? So the thing was swimming. Then he came through David. And he was swimming, 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 swimming. Then he was swimming in through the generations. That's why Matthew, the New Testament starts with the genealogy to tell you what this thing, it hits Abraham, not Adam. It hit Abraham and he started swimming, 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 swimming till he got to Joseph. But by the time he got to Joseph, Joseph was the seed of David, but he wasn't qualified to be the father of Jesus. So God took it from him a long time before Joseph was born and he came through the, the line of Mary. So Mary's father is a descendant of David. But I know it's not women. But God told, oh, pastor, God told um, 
in the garden, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. We read it today. It says that the seed of the woman, not the man, the seed. So the thing that was about to happen must come through a woman. And that woman must also be a descendant of David. And so it hits. So now, one thing people don't know, that Eve became the mother of Jesus in a sense because Jesus became the seed of the woman the seed of Abraham the seed of David and became the son of Mary but one thing people didn't know who he originally has always been and that until you know that you can be a Christian God doesn't have to come watch this God doesn't have to come through the normal way he came the back door that's why Mary remained a virgin they were so pregnant. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. The Christ, whose son is he? <laughs> so David is the son of David. Uh, sorry, Jesus is the son of David. Jesus is the son of Abraham. Jesus is the son of Mary. Or Mary or Eve, but Mary. But the angel said, he shall be called the son of the highest. The, the, the big thing is, He's the son of all these, but at the same time, the son of God. Now, until you begin to discover that Jesus is the son of God, you will die in your sins and go to hell. I didn't say it. The Bible said it. Clear. First John. Clear. First John chapter 5, verse 1. It talks about how God begot Jesus. Whoever believes that Jesus is Christ is born of God. Now, girl, if you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you are born of God. So those who don't believe that Jesus is the Christ, they can't, God can't born them. <laughs> and in heaven, it's only the, those who have been born by God who are going to heaven. You are not going to hell or heaven because of your sins. It's you are going to heaven or hell because whether you have been born of God or not. Because heaven, God is just collecting his children. But are you one of those who have been born of God? We are, we children are just going home. Vacation. From boarding school, vacation. We are just going home. It's not because you pass your exam or not. You are just going home. When you fail, your father can't sack you. You are coming home. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. It's, it, these things are very important. Look at verse 5. Who, who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believeth that Jesus if you don't believe it, when the Bible says, whatsoever born of God overcomes the world. No, it is those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. It changes your story in life. So don't be celebrating Christmas and eating chips and eating uh, whatever, uh, wearing hats, and in your heart, you don't even know that Jesus, you know he's the child of Mary. And many people like to keep him as a baby in the hand of Mary. You like it because he can't convict you of sin. Where you have been fornicating? No, you need a man, Jesus, not just a baby. Unto us, a son is given. The giving son will tell you, stop the sin. Stop the porno. Hey! Hey! I feel like preaching. <laughs> My time is up now. Now watch this. Let me finish. So he says that he that believes that Jesus is the son of God, not the son of Mary, okay? The son of God. If you don't believe it, you don't have life. Look at verse 10. 
He that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. He that believeth not has, has made God a liar because he believeth not the record of the record God gave of his son. Look at verse 11 and 12. Verse 11, let's go quickly. And this is the record that God has given to us, that God has given us eternal life, and this eternal life is in his son. Verse, the next verse, verse 12, is the son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son is going to hell. So Christmas is not just about party or food and dancing. It's about the son. Most people who just, most of the world, everybody is celebrating Christmas. They are still, when Jesus was born, he was born into poverty. Christmas now is celebrated in billions of pounds and dollars. Let's change the order. Wise men came to seek Jesus. Nowadays, fools don't, are not even interested in church. They were not interested in church. What wise men do? Fools are not interested in it. All they want is party. Party. That Jesus is the Son of God, you're on your way to hell. This is not about religion, it's about the Son of God. The whole reason why the Bible was written, Jesus did so many things, they were not written because it was not necessary. John chapter 20, verse 31. So many, verse 30 and 31, particularly. So many things. So, John, John chapter 20. He did so many things. I'm finishing now. But these things, why are these things? Verse 30. Let's go to 30, please. Verse 30. Verse 30. And many other signs truly did Jesus in, in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in the Bible. They are not written. Look at the next verse. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ. The reason why we come to church is so that you can believe, not so you can have a husband. Not so you can have a job. Not so you can buy a house. So or you build your house. We come to church that somebody might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that in believing you might have life through him. That means if you don't believe, you don't have life. Some people believe theoretically, but in their heart they don't. I'm I want to end. But somebody, you don't, you don't have to live here without believing that Jesus is the Son of God. Because that means that you have accepted that you want to go to hell. God can help you. The only thing, for God so loved the world that he gave. This Jesus, whose son is he? You're only celebrating the Mary's son. We're only focusing on the son of Mary. So Jesus, before he finished, said, whose son is he? I believe this Christmas he'll be asking a lot of people. This Jesus you are celebrating, whose son is he? Whose son is he? Whose son is he? Whose son is he? God can't help you until you believe that Jesus is the son of God. Islam can't accept this. Jehovah's Witness can't accept this. Other religions can't accept this. How can God have a son? That is what makes it unique. That's what makes Christmas Christmas. Because God can choose to have a son. And that son is called Emmanuel to save us so we can have eternal life. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at 
Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.